You're listening to the podcast of Williamsburg Christian Church, a community of faith joining God's pursuit of restoring lives. We hope you enjoy this week's podcast. Psalm 29. Give to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due His name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of His holiness. The voice of the Lord is above the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over the mighty water. The voice of the Lord is strong. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks cedar trees. The Lord shatters the cedars in Lebanon. He makes Lebanon jump around like a young bull and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord flashes flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the woodlands blare. In His temple all cry, Glory. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned, King forever. The Lord gives His people strength. The Lord blesses His people with peace. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 29 is a hymn of praise. But this psalm is different than other hymns of praise. In the beginning, this psalm addresses what is called the heavenly beings, leading us to think that the testimony of the psalm is based upon something happening in the heavenly realm, the realm of God who is still somehow mysteriously present and at work in the world. And then there's the repetition of the psalm. Beloved, anytime you see repetition in the Scripture, it's like God's holy highlighter. It's an invitation to you and to me to draw closer to the text. When you see repetition, your job is to lean in. Because the Spirit of God wants us to know something. And God's divine highlighter marks the voice of the Lord. You hear it. The voice of the Lord is above. The voice of the Lord is strong. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks. The voice of the Lord shatters. The voice of the Lord flashes. The voice of the Lord shakes. The voice of the Lord makes. This poetic imagery of the song, it has this echo effect of repetition that reaches then its climax. It reaches its top. When in verse 9, you hear the voices of God's people. You hear that? There's the voice of the Lord. And then in 9, the voice of God's people respond to the voice of the Lord. And their only response in the temple is glory. The voice of the Lord prompts the voice of God's people. But before God's people speak... God's people must hear the voice of the Lord. I wish we could hear the voice of the Lord on our social media post before we post it. <laughs> Where the Lord is like, no. The voice of God's people must hear the voice of the Lord before we speak. See, verse 9, that's the point. That's the result. 
The voice of God's people shout out glory when the voice of the Lord has been heard by God's people. And they shout out glory, not just in amazement, but also in thanksgiving and in praise and in wonder and in awe because the voice of the Lord that breaks and makes and flashes is also the voice of the Lord that comforts and that speaks peace. There is comfort in the Lord's voice. Look at it, verse 10 and 11 again. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned, king forever. The Lord gives his people strength. The Lord blesses his people with peace. Beloved, in the midst of any moment or any season of life, the psalmist wants us to know there is strength found in the voice of the Lord. The voice of the Lord can give the blessing of peace. Even in the midst of the ongoing viruses that plague our world. And yes, I said viruses. Sure, I mean COVID, but I also mean the virus and sin sickness of violence, of greed, of idolatries, and the hatreds that also infect God's people with the complicity of followers of Jesus to these viruses, even in the midst of these viruses and in the midst of the temptations to put ourselves in harm's way to actually catch these viruses, the psalmist cries out to us and says, you know there's still strength and peace if only we'll hear the voice of the Lord. See, in the midst of the unknown, in the midst of the uncertain, there is strength and peace found in the voice of the Lord. And so we have to ask, how can there be strength and the blessing of peace in the Lord's voice? Like, how is that even possible? Beloved, if the Lord's voice can be heard, it means the Lord is near. And if the Lord is near, then strength and the blessing of peace is possible. See, peace in the Hebrew tradition, as we talked about, is this word shalom, and it, it could be translated wholeness or well-being. It could also be translated human flourishing. Because the notion of peace in the Christian and Hebrew tradition isn't the absence of chaos. It is having a settled soul and a settled mind in the midst of the chaos. But it's also not just about my and your individual peace. It's a peace that moves from the vertical to the horizontal. Meaning that if, here's, here's this, if you meet a Christian who lacks compassion, then you have met a Christian who is not at peace. If you meet a Christian who lacks generosity, then you have met a Christian who lacks peace. If you meet a Christian who doesn't understand justice, then you just met a Christian who does not know peace. Because the result, the outcome of shalom is a life of compassion and generosity, of hospitality and justice, because that soul, that life, that body, that human understands that the God of peace has extended life to them because of God's compassion and generosity. 
because of God's restorative justice, because of God's hospitality. We are at peace because God grants us peace and then invites us to be at peace where we go about making peace. Peace comes to us because of what the psalmist also teaches us and what the prophets teach us. It comes to us because of God's chesed, which is the Hebrew word for faithful love. God doesn't just love. God loves with a chesed. God loves with a faithful love. The blessing of peace the psalmist sings in his hymn of praise comes from the Lord and reminds us that the Lord keeps God's promises because God is faithful in love. And the Lord's voice then can still be heard because the Lord is still near. The question is, are we listening? Are we listening for the Lord's voice? See, the Lord always speaks to God's people in the language of hope. Everybody say hope. It's this hope, this offering the hope of a different future that is in line, the future that is in line with God's purposes, a future that is to come, and that is even possible now, and it's a future that is more certain than any future society could promise because society cannot keep its promises. See, the Lord's voice speaks to us in the language of peace. Beloved, offering us a different way of seeing the world the Lord offers us a different way of seeing myself and seeing my neighbor. The Lord may tell, the world may tell me I'm a lot of things before I gather with God's people. But when I come to gather with God's people, what do I remember? That I am God's what? Chosen, beloved. And see, we go on. That is the voice of the Lord that gives us peace. It is a peace that offers me a new state of mind. Strong heart and a comforted soul, even for the present moment. The Lord's voice is, as the psalmist says, a power that gives us strength and a blessing of peace. And if we listen, if we listen, beloved, if we listen, if we listen, we find instruction for the way of life that is required if we are to experience the shalom. If we listen. God is the source of blessing. We just must receive it. We must open our lives up to it. But how does that come? When we hear the voice of the Lord, listen for the instructions of the way of life that brings about hope and peace, and then we open ourselves up to the hope and peace. But if we're honest... The Lord's voice is competing with other voices in our lives. It's the voices of success. The voices of getting, of blaming. The voices of labeling. The voices of trying to look better than we really are. It's the negative voices that are always the loudest, isn't it? From the political places of power in D.C. to the quiet streets of our neighborhood, we hear the voices echoing in our hearts and minds. We hear the voices shouting at us, telling us that we're not good enough rich enough, 
important enough, influential enough. We're just getting too old or we're just too young. It's the language of not enough. It's the language of scarcity. And it begins with how we see ourselves. We begin to see ourselves as not enough. And the fact of the matter is, beloved, we aren't. But because we have Christ, we're more than enough. And it doesn't just stop when it begins with ourselves. See, then it translates into how we see our neighbors. And it translates to especially how we see our enemies. These are the voices. Shout out labels and lies. Given to us in the language of deceit and division. It's the language of confusion and chaos. It's the language of anxiety and fear. It's the language of false freedoms accompanied by false prophets. It's the language of injustices and ignorances. It's the language of pride and arrogance. It's the voice of the Lord missed by the voice of the land of broken promises. And it's the voice of the land of broken promises that has a way of drowning out the voice of the Lord. Yet, we come to Advent. And we remember that there is still beauty in this land of broken promises. Because the voice of the Lord is still heard. And if the Lord is still heard, then the Lord is still near. We know that the Lord's voice is heard in a hymn of praise. The voice of the Lord is heard in the heart of prayer. The voice of the Lord is heard in the guidance of the Holy Spirit within us and the actions of discerning the Spirit's voice within the community of God's people. We know that the voice of the Lord is heard in the reading and meditation and study of the Scriptures and the guidance by the Holy Spirit in the community of God's people who study the Scriptures not as individuals but as a community. We know the Lord's voice in these ways, beloved. You know the Lord's voice in these ways. You've heard the Lord's voice. Don't ever say you haven't. That's a lie of the devil itself. But did you know that the Lord's voice is heard in the beauty of creation? In the changing of the leaves of the bird that sings? Did you know that the Lord's voice is heard in the giving and receiving of words that encourage us and others? Did you know that the Lord's voice is heard in an act of kindness and compassion extended to a neighbor in need like the giving of a food box or even the gift that comes from an advent tree? Did you know that the Lord's voice is heard when the marginalized voices are no longer muted? They have voices. But they're no longer muted. Where the hurting and the suffering of our neighbors is seen. Where those who are weary are welcomed into the presence of God. And maybe even in our presence to find rest. Did you know that the voice of the Lord is heard when we choose to be present with someone who is alone or lonely. Like at a winter shelter. See the psalmist reminds us in this hymn of praise. That the Lord still speaks. And when the Lord speaks, it has the power 
to drown out all the other voices that tell us peace is not possible. See, in this season of Advent, we remember that it was the Lord's voice coming to us in the cry of the Christ child that fulfilled the promise that God made to God's people, like the psalmist. And that the promises God makes, even to us now, God intends to keep. Beloved, the peace of God is possible because the promises of God are faithful. When we light that candle, we're saying, yes, we believe. Even if when we light it, we are saying, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. The voice of the Lord can still be heard. And if the Lord can still be heard, the Lord is still near. It's just like the days of John the Baptist's daddy, Zechariah, who by the Holy Spirit said in Luke chapter 1, verse 78, because of our God's merciful compassion, the dawn from on high will visit us to shine on those who live in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Luke 1, 78 through 79. We can know, beloved, we can know the Lord's voice and the blessing of peace because Christ is come and coming again. And even now in the midst of all the other voices spoken to us in this land of broken promises, together we can come and we can listen to the Lord's voice and God will guide our feet into the way of peace. Yeah. William and Mary students, you guys have finals coming up. Professors, we have a number of professors. You have finals coming up. Two weeks, right? Next week, we're going to remember you and honor you and pray for you and give you our final survival kits. Might have to figure something out for professors. <laughs> Students, sit with Psalm 29 this week. Settle your heart to listen to the Lord's voice. And you will hear it through finals. To the rest of us, we have family members coming over we wish would stay at home. Some of us, okay, some of us. Some of us are looking forward to it. Meh, meh, meh. We have some of us who we have to make all these plans and all this hustle because we have holiday plans. We have things to do. We have jobs to work. We have kids, we have homes, we have our seasons of life wherever we are. We have friends, we have parties, we have things. Here's my plea to you. Spend this week sitting with Psalm 29. Lean in to the divine highlighter of the text and ask the Lord to help you hear the voice of the Lord. Listen to the voice of the Lord. Open the scriptures. Read a hymn. Find a prayer book. Pray a prayer. Call a brother and sister in Christ and confess the declaration of who we are, who I am. Remember that peace is possible because Christ has come. Beloved, if we can listen to the voice of the Lord that has come to us in God's hospitality, and the God who is with us, we then can choose to be a people of hospitality. If we are willing to practice faithful presence toward all others with generosity, compassion, and solidarity in the struggle for dignity and human flourishing, we will find our flourishing too. Because that's how shalom works in the land of broken promises.
Beloved, let's allow Advent to be for me and you what it has been for the Lord's people for almost 2,000 years. Let it be a time of renewal. Sit with the voice of the Lord. I got to tell y'all, I just got to stop. You see that little guy back there standing up? I don't know what it is, but me and him, we connect. <laughs> we connect. When he sees me, look at it. See, he's going to preach. It's a preacher in training, y'all. See, he's pointing at you, letting you know I'm coming. <laughs> I love it. You see and you hear the voice of the Lord in a baby who laughs and smiles. Beloved, let's allow Advent to be for us what Advent has been for 2,000 years. Yes, a time of renewal, but here's the other part of Advent that we have to learn to embrace. And this is the hardest part. But let's allow Advent to be for us what it's also been for God's people, and that's a time to repent. A time to turn away. Turn away from the language of our land of broken promises. To turn away from listening to the other voices that tell us we aren't enough. To tell us that we aren't known or loved or seen or worthy or good enough in this Holy Spirit-filled bodies that we have been given. Let it be a time to turn away and remember that by the coming of God and the Christ child and His outstretched arms of the cross that we can be assured that the way of peace has opened up to us and it will never be canceled. No matter where you've been and what you've done, no matter who you are, no matter what you think about you, the way of peace has been opened up to you because of the God who knows you best and loves you most and has come and is coming again. And that God is the Prince of Peace. And that peace is yours. Just learn to listen to the voice of the Lord and open yourself up to the experience of the peace that is. Beloved, be renewed, be redeemed, be restored, receive His presence. Learn to listen to the voice of the Lord and know the blessing of God's peace. You're listening to the podcast of Williamsburg Christian Church, a community of faith joining God's pursuit of restoring lives. We hope you enjoy this week's podcast.